2: Fifty-eight of the world-renowned PHP Ugly. I'm your host Eric B. Johnson, and with me, as always, John Cundin,
0: the owner of lots and lots of stickers and now magnets, and who knows what else. A magazine. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Tom, right up. Hello. Hello. So That's many stickers doing. in my life. Yeah, we.
2: We we made a little bit of a mistake with the Actually, I, I did. I, I knew there was a reason I was waiting to order stickers, and then I couldn't wait anymore, and I ordered I ordered a PHP architect stickers. And uh, I mean, I'm not unhappy because I mean, we got some cool ones. I Did a got this one. You know, that's looking good. I went with the you know you know I got I got a love for the for the new like really small ones. So I got some of those, but we also got we also got our boxes from Oscar this week which also contain about a million and a half stickers. So,
0: so many stickers.
2: So if if you ever run into one of us anywhere, Starbucks, wherever, ask us for a sticker because we have them. We have like a lot of them. I'm going to, I'm going to throw some in my truck. So I always have them with me. Very excited. I'm loving this. I'm loving, I'm loving it. I'm very happy. How was your week, Thomas?
3: Oh my goodness. Short. Uh, Got uh, Columbus Day off. Uh, apparently, the whole Indigenous Peoples Day thing is like the same day, but not federally recognized. So it's still Columbus Day that I got off. But I celebrated Indigenous Peoples Day by getting a haircut and playing video games and cleaning my house. And man, <laughs> having I, I haven't done this where I had a day off like without anyone else at the house in it must be 10 years.
2: Oh, yeah especially when you have kids
3: and yeah, those are no
2: pants days for me.
3: Yeah. It was so nice. It was productive and relaxing and just fantastic. (laughs) Uh, Productive
0: and relaxing sound like they're at the opposite ends of the spectrum there.
3: Well, it was like I got to clean the house slowly while watching crappy reality TV. It was like this just sort of at my own pace process. It was extremely nice. And then doing lots of refactors, really uh, really loving the tests I've been writing for the last few months because I did a large refactor that did not include any tests. It just used the tests that were created for the original objects. So when it worked, it worked, and it was extremely nice. That's satisfying, yeah. isn't it?
0: When you, it, really, when you can...
3: it really is, just getting everything to pass again after a big refactor. Uh, so that was one refactor last week, and then... Uh, doing another refactor, another big refactor right now, and uh, it's keeping me very busy. Yeah, it's been it's been very good. <sighs>
0: How about you, John? Oh, nothing special. It's we have the the magazine. We're, we're making lots of good progress on that. It's stressful as can be, but I'm going to be excited once this first issue is out. I think that's the the mark. Like, let's just get something out. <laughs> yeah. But we've been having great conversations with, with authors and book writers. Just There's so much excitement of things going on. So
2: this is where I'm bad for this job, to be completely honest with you. Because I, I am horrible at holding on to secrets. Like, I, I am not a secret guy. And, like, I'm so excited about some of the conversations and some of the people we're having conversations about and some of the, the things that we're working on. I I I I'm thinking about it right talking
3: about it. He's already ready to just start spitting names out.
0: There's nothing to spit out. I don't know what he's talking about. What are you talking about?
3: Oh There's really? Do I do There's I nothing. do I need to remind you? There's
0: nothing to talk We've got about. Stop awesome
2: it. stuff happening. Awesome stuff. And on top of that, I'm drinking scotch again. I got my scotch out. I'm very happy.
0: And he mm. started with beer with me. Good. Nice. Long long run PhP is happening right now. Have all you I, guys been following that at
2: all? Really want to talk about something more important than that, but sure, let's talk about that. No, that you that, know what? that super not. spreader, the PHP uh, what I'm calling the PHP super spreader. No?
0: <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I hope Wait, not. are not I seriously, are we trying I to, seriously <laughs> hope not. <laughs> no, nah, it'll
2: You're be fine. Those guys, guys are good. Those guys are good guys. I'm sure yeah. that I'm sure they're taking all the precautions. I I, I I do have that you know I'm hearing from people there. Uh, Ralph in our Discord is there and he pinged me on Discord. And uh, that's a uh, PHP ugly. Uh,
0: wait, what is it? Discord. ugly.com.
2: If you care to join us in the conversation. But uh, yeah, he's there and asking asking if we showed up. And it's like, oh, uh, I honestly like, been so busy with the magazine. I totally forgot about it. I, I did. I'm not even joking. I completely forgot. That, about it
0: that would have been very, very interesting because we both really wanted to go, even if covid wasn't a thing i don't know how we could right now
2: yeah yeah i agree i I, if i had
3: gone can't you just buy something that's in austin what (laughs) just buy something that's in austin so you like have to go it's just part of the workload now there's some some php (laughs) development firm in austin i mean technically it
2: it would be part of the workload php architects should have a a presence there i mean we we don't need help justifying going i just Personally, I would have been completely stressed out. I, I
0: would not have been
3: fun. As opposed out to like right that. now, which is relaxed and thousand covered in thousands of stickers.
0: He, he's got a point. He does have a point.
2: <laughs> so, but yeah, PHP right. uh, Longhorn. Longhorn. But wait, wait, what's it called? Longhorn PHP. What? Longhorn PHP. Longhorn. PHP. Longhorn? yeah longhorn phP yeah it's happening. yeah all you were right.
3: saying that you don't think we're gonna have a lot of live listeners today because of this but uh that that seems to me like a professional conference that you know our our audiences don't really overlap maybe.
2: <laughs> Either that there maybe we're on the big Jumbotron right now if we're if we're on the jumbotron longhorn! No, I don't know.
0: <laughs> your camera's a little more to your left yeah <laughs> all right all right, Eric. How was your week? You had something more important to talk about.
2: No, no. We we moved on. I, I wanted to get you all's opinion of the uh, of the MLB uh, rule change uh, and, and what you guys because clearly I'm sure you guys are following this big deal. That's um, a big deal.
0: You sure about that? Because I have no clue what you're talking about.
2: How is that even possible? How could you not know what I'm talking?
0: About? How can you change the rules of a game that's been around for a
3: billion years? Is, is this the one that the the Padres are allowed to win now or something like that? <laughs>
2: it's it's a matter of a foot it's all about one foot that's all they're talking about
3: people with no seriously can play now
2: they uh they're talking about it, it was going to be funnier because i was going to lead into the show with it because i know you guys hate sports but major league baseball is actually testing the the concept of moving the pitcher mound back one foot to make the game more exciting to give pit, they get hitters more time to see the ball because you got to understand the evolution of the game and the players in in the 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 technology behind the game pitchers have gotten so good uh with with how hard they're throwing and just you know the the mathematics that go into pitching now that they're talking that pitchers are starting to dominate dominate the game and so they're talking about moving them back one foot so that basically a pitcher doesn't need to change their mechanic they they can still pitch the same but it gives the hitter like another fraction of a second to see the ball. It was going to be a much funnier conversation when you guys had no idea what I was talking about. And I wanted to continue the conversation, but we've already started the show. So it's like, and we now, still have no clue. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll
2: put it in the, I'll put it in the show notes just to have it there. If anybody said, if, if I have any other baseball fans, because we are in the midst of uh, October here and we got the playoffs happening. So if any other baseball fans out there, I'll send I, thought you
0: the when, a, I thought that's when I thought when baseball that's started, not playoffs. What is wrong with you?
2: I mean, seriously, what is wrong with you?
0: Say, isn't, it sp- isn't it spring training I have, right
2: now? I have Canadian friends that, that were all talking about Thanksgiving. I'm like, what is happening mm. right now? What is wrong with you guys? I didn't
3: you think have you Canadian employees. I have friends. <laughs>
0: and you have Canadian employees. He's correct. Yeah. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. You I consider
2: a friend? What? Okay, we're moving on.
3: <laughs> thank god
2: what 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 have we talked about what what have we done have we have we done anything productive see now i don't know what i can talk about anymore i'm so stressed out i have so much php knowledge in my head but like so many things i can't talk about anymore you guys are killing me killing me
0: (laughs) oh that's what we're here for it's fun
3: well there's uh there's the swole drama Yeah, we both
0: have that on our list. I'm going
3: to delete mine.
2: Oh, I don't even have trouble up. All right, let's talk about it then. Let's let's talk about the the school drama.
3: It's not drama anymore. Well, is it not anymore? I mean, that's what I'm trying to figure out, is that this started with the someone adding the the swole dashboard as like a self-installing package to Swol. Mm-hmm. so if you if you hit a certain endpoint it would fetch the dashboard from an external url and download it and then install it on the server and uh obviously people didn't like the idea of like remote code just being arbitrarily executed on their m- machines that were running production stuff
0: why would anybody have a problem
3: with that that makes no sense so one one of the main devs complained and was removed from the project. Uh so he just forked his own version called OpenSwole. And then that was when the community sort of got a hold of it and started yelling about it. And it seemed like
0: at first the maintainer of Swole wasn't going to budge, but it wasn't long after this seemed to be out there on Twitter and everybody talking about it, that it was uh, a commit was pushed that removed that exact piece of code, which is what that person wanted from the beginning. Like, you shouldn't be doing it this way. Right. And that's the and for, one of the for, beauties of open source is people being able to right. see what's happening behind the scenes.
3: Yeah. And it was an ugly chunk of code. I mean, it, it was running execs. And you know system level privileges and establishing a port that this dashboard thing would run on. It was uh, if it was downloading the wrong thing, it very easily was just installing viruses and whatever.
2: That was the concern. I I, so to be clear, I mean the Swool team, they weren't trying to do anything malicious, but no, they they were definitely creating a a vector of compromise um, with their implementation. And for anybody listening, wondering what Swoole is, because a lot of people might not know what Swoole is, it's a uh, it's a library. It's actually an extension. It's not even a library, right? It's an extension, right, John?
3: Yeah, it's a we, Pico
2: extension. Yeah, yeah, it's a Pico extension. that Allows you to write asynchronous PHP. So it's very scalable. It's very fast. It's kind of like you know, think React PHP, think Octane for Laravel. Same concepts. They're very involved with they or they were very involved with the discussions around uh, fiber going into PHP and that implementation and what it meant to projects like Swool. So there, this is not a new project. These are not hacks that just like somebody threw up on the internet. This is a very well established project. They're they're I consider them to be pretty good, you know, tenants of the PHP community. They stay involved with internals. Um, so yeah, they we're not implying that they were trying to do anything malicious or bad. Just they had a poor implementation and they were called out for it. Now, now speaking, speaking of that, a can't too many people off, Thomas. And, and and for the record, Thomas does not work for PHP Architect, so we all we're <laughs> all clear on that.
0: <laughs> and, and I was going to say, if you really want to learn more, get the October twenty twenty issue. You can read of PHP we, Architect. We actually did a
2: we did a podcast interview with with them too, didn't we? Wait, where yep, is that at? Did. I, I
0: yeah, think that's the that same that month. At...
2: I'm not yeah, it would have been the same month. Yeah, you're right. It would have been the same month. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, there's. I'm a, not that fast with research. We need a research a new team. player. In the asynchronous PHP game. Oh, right.
2: Well, wait. I don't know if you're talking about the same thing I'm talking about. What are you talking about?
3: We discussed the announcement of it. Uh, a couple episodes ago uh Revolt. Right. So it's not it's not a new player, it's two old players teaming up. Right. So these are previous developers from Amp and uh React PHP. Yeah, and it's actually yeah, four yeah. four developers from those teams released Revolt uh event loop, uh which is a cooperative multitasking scheduler for PHP. And yeah. it looks very exciting. Um, this is a fibers based event.
2: (laughs) Hold on. on. Time out, time out, time out. I don't know what's going on with my family anymore, but my one kid in particular just really takes a lot of pleasure in talking to me over discord through YouTube.
0: (laughs) You didn't have to stop the show for it though.
2: No, I did because, because, you know, I'm calling (laughs) them out. Yes. yes, I want a lemon lime slushy. Give me a lemon lime slushy. If you're listening to the show, that's what I want.
3: They are claiming some sort of emotional abuse now, too. It's been a week since you we just talked. haven't. You just don't speak to them outside of the podcast. I don't speak to anybody outside the podcast. I just don't. You
0: didn't
2: I have, have to, to stay stop in my the little show. room.
0: All that's yeah, got to stay in. Please, Father, we miss show. you.
2: <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Tom. You, you were talking about PHP related stuff. Go ahead.
3: Yeah. So this is one of the big uh, the big things that we said was going to be part of. The, fa- uh, the fibers uh, functionality of PHP8 um, so when we had originally talked about how fibers was just a framework for creating a thing but not actually usable by the, you know, the end users yet, this is one of the large components that's going to be necessary for the fibers based uh, asynchronous code. so this gives the the event loop uh, or the, the iO loop to uh, PHP developers. Act to actually use for creating asynchronous calls, so there's a bunch of uh, benchmarks and examples, and uh, it's very very fancy.
0: And yeah. is it production ready now?
3: I don't know if I would call it production ready. Uh, the release it says it's rock solid.
2: It literally <laughs> says solid. that in the <laughs> the first line says it's rock solid. That sounds that sounds enterprise ready to me, buddy.
3: <laughs> well, there's there's one branch. There's the main branch with. No forks, no tags, and no releases, uh, no issues, and no pull requests.
0: No issues. Sounds like it's
3: ready. Uh, And the whole thing was released 14 hours ago. So...
0: Rock rock
2: solid.
3: So I probably wouldn't throw it straight into your production system. 14 hours ago, wow. Yeah, just the one initial commit with five authors. (laughs) All right. You uh, you want to hear something
2: funny? Are you talking about uh, talking about looking at uh, GitHub repos, um, and if you're not aware, when you're looking, hey, we got a new follower. Thank you, Emily Johnson, for following us. <laughs> do, do appreciate that.
3: Not sure, <laughs> um, but uh, that need for attention is genetic.
2: If you're if you're working with a project and you're doing you're you're becoming dependent on other packages if you're not aware of this but that's one of the one of the things you look for if you're questioning the stability of a package you look at it you see when the last commit was if it's too soon then it might not be ready if there hasn't been a commit in a very long time it might be abandoned you look at the issue log you see how many issues there are so i still do that right i I go and I, i look at uh i look at repos that i use and I always get a, a pleasure out of this because I've been, Matter just last week I was hyping up filament. I was talking about filament admin and filament forums, right? And I'm really becoming a fan of one of the project maintainers of filament Dan, who he's been in our discord before. Um, I, I don't, I doubt if he's still in there, but uh, Dan Heron is his name. And he's one of the project leads behind the filament project. Well, Another package I use a lot is called the Tall Stack. It's in Laravel. We, I think I talked about that last week as well. It's Tailwind, Alpine, Livewire, and Linux. It's just a package you can install that just sets all that stuff up for you. I looked at that uh, because I've been spinning up a lot of repos. Which actually, I have another thing to talk about on that. But I was, I've been spinning up a lot of uh, projects lately, and I, I'm like, i wonder if how current the Tall Stack is staying with patches and stuff. So I, I pop over there and check it out. Dan is, that's one of Dan's projects as well. It's like, I have people in my circles like that, where every time I go to a project, it seems like there's like this developer who's like on all projects now. So I was very excited about that. But I've been spinning up a lot of new projects, a lot of new Laravel projects. John, I know you don't do this a whole lot. Tom, when's the last time you spun up a Laravel project? Mm,
3: Four months ago. From
2: new, like doing a Laravel new at the command line. Yeah, four months ago. Four months ago. So I, I I do it fairly frequently because I, I tinker a lot and I have my command. I you know, I I basically just do Laravel new and give give a command. But the last couple of projects I I I've been doing, uh I've been imp- implementing like authentication, you know, like I've kind of known what I want to implement. I'm like, man, I thought there was a switch to implement Jetstream when you did a project new. So I started looking through all the all the stuff you can pass to a Laravel new to spin it up. Yeah. I never even knew that you could actually get it to create a GitHub uh, create a Git repo and create the repo on GitHub for you. All all with the Laravel new. So you can do Laravel new GitHub, give it a name, whatever you want the repo to be called, and then you can even you can even pass it off to an organization. So you can do dash dash organization and if if you don't want it in your repo and like if you want it to, you know, for me a PHP architect, I pass it PHP Architect. I'm like, this can't possibly do all this. Like I haven't given it any GitHub auth keys or anything to do this. No, it did it, no problem at all. It it spun it up, created Git the Git repo locally, and created it on GitHub. in the organization private. Private or public? You that you have you can pass it to make it private, which is what I did. So you make. So I think it, I think it's public by default, and then you can tell it to make it
0: private. I wonder if it's, it's got to be using your SSH keys, right?
2: So I I, I only caught this uh, because I, I was config. out of date. It's no, it's using it's using the GitHub command line. Which
3: yeah, but that, that's I, comes I, that comes from your git uh, git commit config.
2: No, I, I think I think the command line. All you do, I think all it does is use SSH keys. I don't. I don't remember setting anything up when I installed that. I don't know. I I, I think it just, I think John's right. I think it just uses your SSH keys. But I could I could or, be or
0: totally you, off base. Or you, you have, or your it could be your git config too. I guess. Oh, oh yeah, because no. it has don't, to don't know don't what
3: your GitHub username down.
0: is. Right, but there's no. But there's no keys in there, so it's it's maybe a combination of both. Your Git config uh, and your SSH key.
3: Anyways,
2: I thought that was extremely cool, and like I have been I it's it, it's going to be a time saver for me because it's it's one of it's one of the little annoying things I do whenever I start tinkering on a new project. Is I go to GitHub and create the repo, then create the project, then make it a Git repo locally do the get in it and now it's all done on the new command i love that I, I i think that was great i just wanted to share thank
0: you taylor that's what we're supposed to say
3: right must be yeah it must be a new feature that just got it added, added in this week <laughs>
2: i'm sure somebody somebody's gonna tweet at me jesus eric that's been there since like five 5.2 you idiot <laughs> don't think about it
0: if only so, you had a place what... where you kept up to kept up with news. <laughs> if there's a place to go for your PHP news.
3: Is there? I don't know. This, I don't think there is one.
0: <laughs>
3: this week's show is
2: sponsored by
3: PHP Architect. We actually do have a sponsor. Do you know who our sponsor is?
0: This episode of PHP Ugly is sponsored by Honeybadger.io, the web developer's secret weapon. Honey Badger offers exception, uptime, and cron monitoring all in one place, and it is easily installed into your web application. Deploy with confidence and be your team's DevOps hero. Their list of features can fit a team of any size. Are you just starting out? Have a fantastic free plan for life that you can use while your traffic is low. Are you an established business? Perfect. You should have a system in place to alert you to errors in real time, not finding out when your web visitors complain, if they ever do. In addition, their third-party integrations will let you connect some of the most commonly used alerting services so that you can know at a moment's notice if things go wrong. Head over to HoneyBadger.io to sign up for a free account to get started. And while you are listening to a PHP podcast, HoneyBadger supports so many languages, including Ruby, JavaScript, Elixir, Python, Go, and so many more. Head over to HoneyBadger.io and start your trial today.
3: Thank Thank you, you. you. HoneyBadger!
0: Thanks for charging my credit card this week. I noticed that come through.
3: Well, because everyone's using Honey Badger now.
0: We're using it more and more. And I just, just happened to see it come through on our credit card this week.
3: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Did you try to buy them? <laughs> not, not, you seem very yet.
2: bitter, Tom. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Just,
3: nothing, nothing. I was, just looking at, I was looking at green screens, and they're really expensive.
2: What do you Are you saying you need a green screen? screen? So no,
3: I don't need you it. It's such need
2: a lovely it. background.
3: It 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 takes preparation to make it look nice.
0: <laughs> so you want a green screen so your room can be a mess. Is that
3: uh, what you're saying? No. I want to change my background to like Eric's office.
2: <laughs> my office is getting emptier and emptier. Like we moved boxes in here recently, but yeah, there's not a whole lot in here anymore.
0: How's that going?
2: oh, it's going. It's a process man it's uh i i I'll be happy when we're done we We did our so last week we had our house inspected by the people buying our house uh this week we inspected the house we're buying it was fine I mean nothing n no, no, nothing was revealed I mean it's kind of like yeah the house has been lived in there are a couple of uh couple of things here and there getting the the antsy about not like missing no no. <laughs> getting a little antsy about actually wanting to wanting to get moving because everybody's got contingencies right now like the people buying our house has a contingency that they sell their house and then we we're not going to move forward with our house our home until our, our house is sold and the people the people we're buying from they're happy because they're like hey yeah the longer we can stay here the the better so they wanted to no stay brunch. a full year
3: yeah really? they wanted to
2: stay yeah, yeah, their kid is in school, and uh, they wanted to not a full year, but almost a full year. But why did they? Why,
3: why sell the house then? It takes like
2: two weeks to sell a house now. Because the, the top of was the market on yes. fire. The market was on fire.
3: They're and, trying to at the top, and so they were looking for a sucker, the and they found one.
2: <laughs> hey, no, they found me, Tom. They what? You, wait, oh, I get it. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, are you gonna are you gonna techify the house when you move into it? Like, are you gonna put Ethernet jacks in all the rooms and and like get the Nest thermostat and all the uh, sweet home automation stuff?
2: So, oddly enough, they already have their house pretty techified. Uh, they have two Nest controllers. They have a dual dual controlled zone, so the upstairs has its own Nest and downstairs. Has the nice. They have a security system. The one thing that I, I I didn't I like I kept looking at it, I didn't understand what it was. But the the inspector was like, this is the Wi-Fi to the house. So in their garage, they have like this massive control panel. Like it's like it looks like a fuse box. And he's like, Yeah, that's the Wi-Fi. I'm like, that's not the white what the fuck is that? That's not a that's not Wi-Fi. He's like, no, it's the Wi-Fi. I'm like, what the hell? And uh, But yeah, I've never seen it. And they had some stuff in front of it, so I couldn't get really close. I I was curious about that. But we are going to have to run Ethernet. So my desktop here is hardwired. And then the work my wife does will also require hardwiring. So, yes, we will be adding some Ethernet ports in our home, as everybody should.
3: You're going to, like, get a, a, a server rack? In the, in one of the closets and run like a home server setup. No man,
2: I don't. I don't need. That. I I have a, I have DigitalOcean man. I don't need, I got my I got my Pi for anything I want to run local. But I got DigitalOcean.
3: I don't know. I've seen some. I've seen some really cool home home server setups.
2: I I don't need. I don't need the electric bill, man. I I really don't. I need to get. That's one thing I do need to do in the house. So that's one one modification I am going to make. I need to put solar on the house. They don't. They do not have solar, but. Um, but no, I, I'm I'm out of that. Like that used to appeal to me. Like I used to have a, a straight up rack in my house, a full a full rack. Um, and you still got a pretty good rack. Thank you, baby. I appreciate that. But no, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just now it's so easy to beat? spin up servers in uh in Digital Ocean. It's it's so cheap. I mean, when I say so cheap, it's like what I would spend on the on the equipment to run it locally. I can. I can have a server in Digital Ocean, easily. So I don't know. I just, I can't. There, there was a time in my life that I, I used to do that. I used to, God, I used to brick machines so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh.
3: Well, I like these little, you, you mentioned Raspberry Pi. I like these little TVs that people have started making. Have you seen these things? No, what are they? No. It's these little, like, 3D printed televisions that have a Raspberry Pi and a screen and every episode of some specific show. Really? And yeah, so it's like, you know, it's like a a two inch by two inch box, but it's got every episode of The Simpsons on it and it just plays (laughs) on loop a random episode. And so yeah, someone, cool. someone made a a Brady Bunch one, uh, a Simpsons one. Uh, there was another one, a Futurama one. And it's just these like, I mean, parts wise, it's got to be under forty bucks, and it's it's hilarious.
2: Uh-huh. I need to. I have so many things I want to do with my Raspberry Pi's. I just had a good source of information on that,
3: a good source of information on Raspberry Pi's. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not good at this, John. I I really you're, like you're these really little bad. I like these little Raspberry Pi projects. Did you ever get your keyboard?
0: Oh, it's sitting in my house. You should I should have given it to you today.
3: No, no, the Raspberry <laughs> no, the Pi, ras- the the all in one keyboard computer the Pi four oh.
0: it's sitting it's in my garage. I keep forgetting to give it to you. <laughs> if only I ran into you more often.
2: I so t- you're not, I took not John really using it much. I show I showed John my shame and took him to the to the Diego Dev uh, storage unit. <laughs> he was like, "Jesus, man, you need help."
3: That's a lot of elephants. <laughs> no, speaking we of which, we had a lot of elephants. John, you've got some, uh, you've got some big elephants behind you. I Talks do. About your elephant
2: in the room. Yeah. What's uh, yeah, he, what's the story he, there? He quickly claimed. He c- quickly claim the big Archie. I'm, 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 uh, I feel, it's I feel when, sad. so What happens
0: when things get sent to my house and you're moving out and you don't have space for it? Mm-hmm. We have, we have shared custody. Of of our friend Archie here, and then the purple elephant. I don't know the purple elephant's name, but we have a uh, we have a couple it's of
2: those. Um, it's a, a nickname Sarah Goldman has. Um, oh my gosh, I can't remember. Watch PHP Roundtable uh, two two episodes back where Sarah Goldman's on it with um, myself and Sammy K. Uh, that elephant is actually named after Sarah. No, no, no. Oh, no, that's the PHP woman one, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, PHP round table elephant was named after Sarah Goldman. Uh, so I don't know the name of the, P- the PHP woman elephant.
0: Tune in next week, and we'll have that information for you.
3: You think you yeah. you really mm. you can hold you to yeah. that one? It'll be it'll be in the next <laughs> issue of PHP Architect. The introduction <laughs> to whole, all of the elephants. Whole
2: article, a whole community corner on it.
3: <laughs> yes, the many elephants of PHP. <laughs> Oh man, you you laugh, but
2: yeah, watch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we're running dry fast.
2: No, that's the one thing we're not. I'm actually very pleased to say we have a pretty thick pipeline right now. Um, we oh, really? need to keep reaching out to people, but we've we've got we've got some articles stacking up. I'm, I'm I was really happy to see that, and we haven't even started tapping some other sources yet.
0: So, Umoja. Oh. Oscar just put it in Discord as well. But yeah, if you go to the PHP Architect website, you will find out it's Umoja. Umoja. What is the uh, yeah, PHP Sir, Architect Sir website? phparch.com. Oh,
2: PHP, subscribe today or tomorrow you can subscribe tomorrow it's fine doesn't matter just subscribe
3: or if it's too much just uh join us on patreon and we'll tell you everything about php architect without having to actually get a copy hey what is wrong a, with no you? we won't
2: what what is wrong with you <laughs>
3: that's not how it works no okay It's i'm misunderstanding <laughs> on my side oh <laughs> <sighs> <sighs>
0: Was that a plug for our Patreon? Is that what you're trying to get at? I don't, I don't
3: I know.
2: I I was waiting. I was waiting for the slide to come up, but I never. Our, pa- our Patreon. Of... Do
3: we have any new patrons?
2: I want to say yes, but I would be lying. So the the good news is we don't have uh, any less patrons.
3: Okay, that's good. Patrons.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's always good. And Yes.
3: What else, Thomas? Thomas, you seem very distracted. No, I'm just. I, well, I was thinking about my tools because I started Dude, getting Tom. more. I've started getting more and more tools. For PHP, like uh, PHP Stand, which is going 1.0 uh, on...
2: Wait, PHP Stand wasn't 1.0 yet? No, no. That thing's been around for a while.
3: Yeah. So uh, on uh, November 1st, it goes 1.0. But like... Okay. I just... I have so, have so many tools, like PHP CS and, and PHP MD and PHP Unit. Uh, I've got uh, Table Plus for my database stuff. And I've got a a Docker desktop, VS Code, Postman, uh, Discord. I've got a VPN client. Like, I'm just getting overwhelmed by the amount of tooling I have all over the place.
0: But most of those tools sound like they should be in the background, not something you have to concern yourself with on a daily basis.
3: Well, Postman, VS Code, Slack, I interact with those on a daily basis. Um. Table Plus, I interact with pretty regularly. Zoom, I have meetings every day. Terminal, I just you know when when you get really into woodworking or something, you build that wall full of your tools, and you have organization is like part of the hobby. And I just want I want that to be part of. I want that ability, the pegboard.
2: I mean, to be fair, to be fair, it's a matter of what you're willing to compromise, right? Like VS Code and. PHP Storm. I'm pretty sure VS Code does it as well. I mean, they could easily replace your need for Postman and Table Plus, but you get a limited feature set. Well, my point being, you get a limited feature set. So you have so many tools because you're a specialist, right? And you're you're working on a level that you know where when you're working with a database, you need you want a database tool, but you don't have to have them. You can take out the patreon slide now though. I think uh, I think everybody's gotten enough of that already. There we go. Good job.
3: <laughs> well, someone someone on Reddit released uh a a new tool uh, uh deck. Have you guys seen did I, you guys see this at all? I've not. I what are you talking this? about?
2: I did see this in what was it about that? You got a link for this one? There
3: we go. Yes. Um, So the thing about it is that it's OS X and Windows only right now. There is not a, a Linux release.
2: I actually installed this on my Windows VM. I thought it was interesting because I was like, "Okay, what's this doing?" And then it, it, I didn't, I didn't take it very far. So if you've done more, let me know. But it sounds like it's just a front end to manage your Docker files. I'm like, I don't need that. I I already know how to manage my Docker files, so I, uh, I I didn't really worry about it. But I think that's all it is. Well, sounds, yeah, like doc- that
0: don't. sounds like Mac's Docker for uh, Docker for Mac. What do they even call that? Doc, Docker, Docker Desktop. Docker oh, desktop.
2: right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I think it, it. I think it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah mean, and I think this does it on more of a project level. Like you can say, okay, I'm spinning up a new project, and then I want. I want the uh, LAMP stack, or it's a Laravel project, or I want Nginx. And it has, like, all these predefined stacks to it. And so is that say, helping okay, you
0: build your, your Docker Compose?
2: I guess so, yeah. Like I so said, I didn't take any – once I saw that it was Docker, I'm like, all right, well, I already got my Docker environment configured out, and I kind of stopped looking at it because, A, I don't, I don't develop a Windows, and, B, I don't develop a Windows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about C.
3: Well I so I saw this and I was like, that's that's cool that it's nice that it does this stuff, but that's just replaces an existing app that I have, which is Docker Desktop. Like what I want is like
2: Don't you have a, to pay for that bunch Neil? of
3: stuff. No, you have to pay to uh, snooze updates. Oh, uh, or no, to yeah, skip updates. Talking,
2: somebody's actually talking you have about to, that in Discord. Wait, right
0: now. you have to pay to skip updates?
3: Yeah, you can snooze an update, but to skip it so you don't get notifications all the time, you have to pay. It's real dumb. Why would you? Why are you not updating? Just because I'm working when that thing pops up, and I want it to go away. And like, do I need to update Docker Desktop every couple days? Is is what they're fixing that? fundamental
2: it really is about every couple of days so.
3: yeah it's like every maybe every week like which that's cool but i don't need the update that fixes something for windows versions
2: you
0: what you said it, it is every couple of days where are you seeing this pop up at it, it was
2: it was every it was every couple days back when i ran it on on my mac i mean it was yeah. it was always updating yeah uh Have you ever considered running everything in your browser? Have you ever, first thing, have you ever seen how many tabs John has open? It's horrifying. I have. It is absolutely horrible. Oh my God. I'm not even exaggerating. I don't even know how you can tell what a tab is. There's just all these little slits at the top of the screen. I
0: I, I get to the point where you can't see the last tabs. It's like, it just does
2: dot, dot, dot. It's
0: bad. It's so bad.
2: But I mean, you can run Postman in in the browser. You can run, I mean, you can run VS Code in your browser. You know, I mean, just put everything in your browser if you all if you want it all in one place. I I don't understand what you're trying to accomplish with that, though.
3: I don't know. I just feel like as as good as Visual Studio does at, at unifying the interface for everything. Mm-hmm. I want. I want better management of all of my desktop stuff on my Mac. And I don't really know how to go about it. I know that there are people that run like <clears throat> desktop organization stuff, mm-hmm. like special tools for having multiple desktops and switching back and forth between like what they're working on. Mm-hmm. But man, sometimes like when I get a um, when I'm on a zoom call, like f- switching over to the browser instance that I was looking at something on and then finding zoom again and switching back to it is like digging through a pile of open windows.
2: So that that's my biggest one is my communication apps. I have people I talk to regularly on discord, on Slack, on telegram, on signal, on Google hangouts. I mean, I've got so many avenues of communication and that that's like what you're talking about. Like, I hear a notification and I've got to do the scan to say, okay, which one of you bastards notified me because I've got like, you know, six communication apps open. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Let's go to desktop though.
3: Well, and like right now I have a stack of windows that's probably 20 deep. It's like if I need to find a specific one and the way that uh, OSX does app switching is it groups the apps together. Mm -hmm. It's like, Mm -hmm. If you have two Chrome windows, it, it'll only uh, tab switch to the most recent one. Well, you can do the Alt
2: Tab too, though. If you it'll tab between yeah. them. No. You, so if you, yeah.
0: Yeah. So your your Apple Tab switches applications, and then Alt or Control one of those tab goes within that specific application.
2: We'll switch between windows in that app. Yep. It's it's a symphony of fingers. This is why them them developers are so good at their job because they're used to those clicking on the keyboard to find things. <laughs> Just saying. We're not talking about Vim. We will be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> now I got to go find Toby. Chrome Toby. Toby. What's Chrome Toby? Wait, I'm not it's in Discord. A, a tab, oh, tab we, manager. We, uh, Ta- a tab man. No. If you were in Discord, you would know all about this.
2: I I'm telling you, John, you need that Vim plugin and you do shift T and you can go r- jump to whatever tab you want. That's I try to do don't that. Don't go. Don't go installing something else. That's but
3: I have like, like five of the same tabs. What? I'll have no. Like,
2: it'll, it'll list them all out.
3: I'll have my Devin version. I, I
2: don't understand how like you guys five. don't use the Vim plugin. It's so awesome for web browsing. See, I told you we were gonna get to Vim. You can do. You can do. You can do Shift T and start typing in. Like the title of a tab, it'll show you, or you can just start scrolling through your tab. You can do Shift B to find bookmarks, or you can do Shift O to do like a search of everything. It's
3: what if you want you to make are, a capital B?
2: What do you mean? Why would you make a capital B? It doesn't. It doesn't trigger when it's in a text text area. Like if you're filling out a form or something, it doesn't trigger. I'm telling you, man, we'll it's awesome. We'll is, you this, need, is it
0: you called need to, surfing keys? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Surfing key, see no, vim or Vim what?
2: Vim. Was it Vimium or something? I think it's what it's
0: called. Vimium. Know, I, that did not come up. Oh, Vimium. I see it. Yeah,
2: vim, Vimium is, is probably the one you want. Yeah, Vimium. Yep. The only thing I would say is you want to ignore. You need to add it. Well, I don't know. If you don't use the keyboard for it, it won't matter. I use, I use keyboard shortcuts on, on Gmail because they have a lot of Vim binding-ish oh, sort I, of keyboard yeah. shortcuts. Yeah.
3: I live so by I had to... This. So it's yeah, really, it's really Vimium, cool. You just have to spend a couple of days configuring it.
2: I had to tell Vimium to ignore uh, Gmail, so mail.google.com. Ignore that domain so it doesn't load for that domain. There's a couple others I have it ignore, But for the most part, you do you do searches the same. I mean, I, I know you have Control-F. I always forget about Control-F. I just do a backslash, <laughs> start typing a search. You can forward scroll. slash right yes forward slash yeah you're absolutely right pet, pet uh, mind. you can you can you can even scroll through your tabs shift uh jk will will scroll through your tabs shift h and uh shift h and l will go forward and backwards like you're, you're going forwards you know in your tab browser like for forward you have to go back a page you do ge and it edits the the url so you do if you hit YY, it copies the URL for you. Whatever page you're on, you hit YY, it copies. How often do you have to stop what you're doing, reach for your mouth mouse, go up to your address bar, highlight everything, control C. Nope, you just hit YY and it copies the URL for you.
3: Yeah, how it's, do you rem- how do you remember all this garbage? Uh oh. Sure.
2: That's I'm not good. that was hor- he he must have he must have hit a key binding that didn't agree with him.
3: Oh, oh no. Are we still
0: Are we still broadcasting?
2: Are, are we still streaming Discord? Oh, he's back.
0: Yes.
3: No idea what happened. How do you remember all this?
2: Well, that's the whole thing you about it. You start slow. Is, this, is, this is what I keep preaching. Once you learn the basic Vim bindings and what they do, they translate to so many things. I mean, like Google, so many sites have the JK Vim binding that people don't even know about. But if you... If you naturally hit your, your J button to, to go you know, down and your K button to go up, there's so many sites that have that already by default. And you, if you just learn your default Vim bindings, you just your, a whole new world opens up for you. I promise. Wait,
0: the Y is yank. So you're yanking or copying something.
3: Cats are always messing up your network. They They really are. I need to fix the wiring on all this. I'm still hoping to get an office back in my house someday yeah
2: yeah i'm gonna gonna have my own office again
3: you got a few years for that
2: making fun of the fact that my my cat has decided it's time to go to bed he does this to me every now and then in the most inappropriate times this is why you want to join us on youtube because you get to see all this live in action not only is he laying down on my chest he's buried his face so that this is him telling me you need to stop talking i'm trying to sleep
0: you realize you can just put that it's thing like
3: a- anywhere, and you don't have to hold it the entire time. Oh Complete no, I've seen it. it. It follows him. Yeah, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. Yeah. Is this true? Can you get vim hands? Vim we hands? have we have strong hands. Oh,
0: I, I don't know what Charlton's talking about. We get more muscle workout in our hands. <laughs>
2: I disagree. You do not get muscle pains earlier. No way. If anything, you, think that you eh, I, I disagree with that.
3: I've started going really crazy with uh, PHP eight features. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: like what uh, the, the little constructor one? That's my favorite
3: one. Yeah, property promotion,
2: property promotion, yeah.
3: uh, matches. Uh, uh,
2: oh well, match oh, instead of uh, instead, instead of, of switch of, uh, yield switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. Um, I haven't
2: used that yet. I can't, I always forget about that one. Let me use that.
3: I'm using that now. I'm using. Uh, <clears throat> uh null safe operators. Yeah, we talked about Oh, that you were last talking week. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Really digging that. Uh boy, what was the other one I used the other day? I just uh I just implemented something new. Um but yeah, my code is not backwards compatible anymore. <laughs> like <it's>, there's <laughs> we'll no see. way we're we're running on anything seven. See? See you could first, all you need to do is first, use rector.
2: At first, you oh. complain about Taylor's methods, and then you adopt Taylor's methods. Look at you! Look the at you! Types.
0: Union, I, that's one thing I'm looking forward to. I, I, we're close to upgrading. I just don't know wh- when that's going to be. Too many uh, composer packages that are tied to seven. I'm not quite ready for Have we, yet.
2: John brought a Rector. Have we talked about Rector on the show before? I don't, I don't think, think so. you're killed her. <laughs> there, there goes no. There goes three <laughs> listeners right there. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually very cool and something I I did not know about. We interviewed the uh, maintainer of Rector on the PHP Architect podcast last month. And it um, Vinicius? go ahead. What is it, Vinicius What Capitelli? Capitelli. Yeah. Wait a minute. That's this. That's this month, isn't it? Did I just get, Did I just uh, do a spoiler? Did I, did I leak information?
0: Yeah. Has that not been released yet? That's been released. How's I thought
2: Vinicius Capitelli. Was a feature, or or did he? Is he doing a second part No, I think he's doing the second part of of last month. Vinicius Castelli. Yes. Um, that so was what a great interview. Thing? Thank you.
0: So Dude, it's, a, it's
2: awesome, is what it is. It's layers of awesome.
0: It's code that'll allow you to upgrade and or downgrade your PHP code.
2: Mm-hmm. It, and it sounds weird when when you say it like that, but there's actually a lot of great use cases for for downgrading your PHP. And this this is this also adopts framework specific stuff. So it's compatible with Symfony. It's compatible with Cake PHP. It's compatible with Laravel. And you just run uh, Rector on it, and it will it will either either move it forward or move it back
0: or multiple steps. So if you did it as part of your CI, you write a library and you want to code in PHP eight point one, but you want to release versions that will work on eight seven four seven three you can have your CI automatically downgrade your code but it still works
3: huh
2: yeah it's very Fascinating. I haven't haven't used it yet but uh definitely on my to-do list to to give it a uh, run it through its paces
0: yeah it sounds funny his article in PHP architect explains good reasons why especially for things like WordPress which tries to be as backward compatible as possible but when you're developing you want to develop using the latest standards. Yeah, I guess so if I can write a plugin, WordPress
2: I guess that's part of the WordPress developers workflow is they actually build whatever they're building in the current version of PHP. Then when they release they run it through Rector to downgrade it and make sure it's compatible compatible with older versions of PHP.
3: You okay there Tom? My cat is actively sabotaging the show now. See, my cat's just just sleeping.
2: Just snuggling.
3: He's it's so perfect. <laughs> The, the temperature here went from 80 degrees to 45 degrees in a matter of one week. And so now the cats are like getting into their sleeping on everything that's warm behaviors, which is just all of the things under my desk that have very loose plugs that run the show. Could just put a new end on it so it can't be pulled yeah, out. Yeah, could.
2: Oh, my God. I
3: don't have this God. time.
2: Oscar to the rescue. See, Oscar, this is, why, this is why we're not the right people for the job. We're we're talking about the wrong uh, Oh th-
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> Thomas. Thomas. Sorry Thomas. Thomas.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I knew I knew like the, the the one you were saying, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's this month, but yeah, you're you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right, Oscar. You you should do this for a living, I think. <laughs> Thomas, uh what's his, what was his last name? Vort
0: Vortuba. 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 Yes. Yeah, we're terrible at this.
3: I am specifically
2: so so horrible yeah
3: really, it really is a but, op- but opportunity to, because it's gonna be good <laughs> an opportunity to have uh one of your kids run the the p r and h r for the company, <laughs> yeah, I apologize for my dad again. <laughs> He can't remember names.
2: No, I, I actually can't. I'm horrible at names. I, I'm really bad at names. So.
3: And I and like this better. Rector PHP thing.
2: It's pretty slick. I'm telling you. It's super slick. Well, I keep saying it. I haven't used it. So, But from everything I'm he- hearing after talking to the uh, maintainer, it sounds pretty slick.
3: <laughs> oh, boy.
0: Right. Are, we, are we nearing the end? We're all slowing down. I think,
3: I think we are. Um you see the the new stuff in Laravel this week, eight point six four. No, what's new? Uh, the Aware Blade Directive, where you can you can Aware? make things the Aware Blade Directive. Mm-hmm. You can make things uh, available to child components from the parent component. Looks helpful. Oh, interesting. Looks helpful. Um, the HTTP client got a throw if. So right now the HTTP client, if you if you end any request with throw then it will throw an exception when one is encountered by guzzle Mm -hmm. um this adds the throw if which allows you to say hey this is a production app or this is a the an allowed failure so don't Mm -hmm. throw an exception here uh has any in collections so it's like in array but you can pass multiple well it's just it's just in array yeah (laughs) But it's it sounds so much and cooler and before. It. Yeah. <laughs> Too much stuff all every week. But that's good. It's it's growing. But, you rather but John, begin? how would
2: you, how would you keep up with all this information? I mean, that's
0: the real question. Well, if you didn't do it slowly, you would read a magazine about it.
2: If there was uh, some sort of continuing education. Oh, yes, it's like a magazine. A magazine would work. But I the would only subscribe digital to a or magazine. Physical?
3: I would only subscribe to a magazine if they had a virtual library. I could get tons and tons of books in, or well, you are so, in luck. Is that not the case? Is you case. get all the back
2: issues. You subscribe. A lot of people might not know that. If you subscribe to PHP Architect, I mean, you're always at least getting the digital version. Of course, you can get the digital, digital and physical version. But not only are you getting the current editions, but you get access to all the archives.
0: So all the back issues. At least for that now. That might change.
2: It might change. Yes. You never know. New owners are kind of assholes. Always looking for money. So. Might want to take advantage of it now while while you still can. Not saying you you know not saying it's going to change. Just you know just just saying things happen.
3: I don't know if you guys look at this
2: cat. Look at his teeth. (laughs) He's just biting me at this point. Yeah, he's wanting me to stop talking. Like he's about to attack the mic. Look
0: at him. Ah, this is why
2: we watch YouTube. Look, you can't you can't stop this. This is bigger than you are. I promise. He's very upset with me now.
3: The uh, the newest issue of PHP annotated. Is out from JetBrains, and uh, they've just what dropped. They've just dropped the premise of covering podcasts altogether.
2: Oh dear! <laughs> like, there's just nothing, <laughs> nothing worth talking about anymore. Just, these guys are idiots, right? We'll there's some interesting stuff on the show. Um, oh, I guess we won't stop. <laughs>
3: They talked about uh, uh, Magento, which is being Mm -hmm. forked because Adobe is planning on decomposing it into microservices. And so the community is going to be maintaining the sort of monolithic version of it, I guess. Um, If you use Magento, I'm sorry. Um, uh, PHP 8.1 RC4 is out. Uh, You would know that if you were the release manager. (laughs) How? (laughs) I, I I'm sorry,
0: I glaze it. what did you <laughs> say about magento the, were you talking about the microservice thing
3: yeah uh Adobe that, owns magento that,
0: that that was announced last year and there was a whole p h p architect article on it in the I think the march twenty twenty issue we were actually just talking about this recently
3: um so they're in in response to that Magento is being forked as the monolithic version uh I too hope they they rename it to Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> um, PHP FIG, which still exists uh, mm-hmm. The Framework Interoperab- Interoperability Group Has mm-hmm. announced the PER workflow uh, So previously they had those PSR standards That everyone uses now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Well now they're introducing a new type of standard A PER standard Which is a perpetually changing and supplemented standard um, PHP Evolving Recommendations Interesting Really. I'm
2: glad they're, I'm, I'm glad they're sticking with this you have yeah. a you have a link for that I can put in show notes?
0: Yeah, I got it right here. Because
2: um, I think that, they, I mean, honestly, again, something that came out of PHP Tech, the FIG group, uh, they, they they were formed out of PHP Tech. I'm just going to put that out there. Thank you again, PHP Architect, for that. But um, but the work that they've done, I think, ha, ha really laid the groundwork to keep... PHP moving forward. I, I really do. I feel like they, they've done a lot of great work. You can yeah, disagree P- with me, Tom.
0: Sorry. The, the PSRs have been, become so important in my day-to-day work. Just oh, kinda. yeah. But
3: um, the PER
0: the, sounds yeah. interesting.
3: So the PER is basically to address um, stuff like the coding standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the, previously the coding standard was, what, PSR2? And then... Because you couldn't update a standard, they deprecated it and created PSR four.
2: I forget. I don't, I don't remember the PSR numbers that well.
3: So
0: it's because they had yeah, that was the auto loading ones. Are what you're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. There was PSR zero, which was the original. Uh, but yeah, so what you're saying is this is a instead of changing from PSR to PSR, you yeah, have you one reference, have, and this is the new
3: right. Um, and they've they've got a whole system for how that implements and stuff like that. It's it's a big two-page I I
0: don't know. I kind of like the, we're no longer following PSR 0, now we're following PSR 4. Yeah, I don't know. There's like a delineation of the difference between the two. I don't know. Well, now I have to go read about PERs because I had not heard about them. Uh,
3: There was also a uh, big hubbub about disable functions in PHP. Did you guys see this at all? Did not. No,
2: what's disabled functions?
3: Uh, so disabled functions is a uh, an INI directive that says these functions cannot be called by a script. Really? So you can block stuff like exec and shell exec and proc open um, or read or whatever. Uh, and this... <laughs> this person wrote a an example exploit and documentation on how you can get around this functionality how if you have blocked calls to uh, if you have blocked calls to stuff like system or exec then you mm-hmm. can you can trick PHP to using them anyways um, and the conceptually it sounds really bad he he's he complains that he's been pointing this out for a long long time and he's always been ignored and <laughs> It, uh, it's, it's still in PHP eight and it's in every release and he can prove it and you can just download his code and prove it. And, um, <clears throat> the official PHP response appears to be, uh, shut up. That's not what this does.
2: What? I'm, I'm going to need some documentation on that.
3: <laughs> so this is, this is in the PHP annotated, um, but basically they said, listen, that's disable functions is not intended for security uh, and you shouldn't rely on it for security purposes. We have a whole wiki page about what security means in PHP and how we implement uh, you know, safe interaction with things. Uh, so this guy who keeps emailing us and won't leave us alone is just pointing out something that we all know because it's a core function of how PHP works, not a security issue. I can definitely see that yeah, yeah
2: I, I hear that that's one of the one of the bigger challenges with internals is that people kind of will get hung up on a topic and they'll just keep talking about it. And, yeah you know, no response is a, is a good enough sort of response and you know yeah I
3: get it. Yeah, it's an interesting interesting read. There's a, a link to a full explanation of how disable functions works internally and why it's not considered a security based functionality. Because it can't access the thing that restricts the behaviors. It can only obfuscate Mm. it because it itself can't break security rules. So you, you can of course get around it by doing all sorts of little dances. Mm -hmm. Um, But then the question is like, well then why is that, why does that INI directive exist if it's not safe to use it for security? I don't know what.
0: uh, That's a good question.
3: I don't know what the point of it would be if it's not actually going to stop anyone from doing the thing that it says it stops.
0: Well, it, I don't know. I I have to read the article to know for sure, but it stops the function call itself, like to the original function. You, it's just saying you can now redefine it, at least from what I'm reading.
3: Yeah, the the exploit is written like all exploits are, which is in somebody who writes C tried to write PHP, but it looks like you can make a stream to a I don't know. I, I can't read this garbage.
2: Char- Charlton in Discord says it. it's designed to help people pull away from dep- deprecated functions early. Oh, that's so. nice.
3: Yeah, it'd be nice if PHP had some sort of built-in tombstoning to also help with that. But mm-hmm. That's
2: kind of what it sounds like that is.
3: Well, it's not tombstoning. That's breaking your application. Yeah.
0: Tombstoning is
3: safe. Safer. Roadrunner got updated. Big, big new update. What's
2: Roadrunner? Meet me.
3: What? R- Roadrunner is one of the uh, caching...
2: Oh, the, that's like the uh, yeah yeah. yeah. Um, what's the, the other one called?
3: Is, uh, Application server, load balancer, and process manager. Yeah. Uh, Swul, same as similar to Swul. Yeah, um, Octane
2: runs runs on both those. Roadrunner's is yes. like Go based, right?
3: Uh, Roadrunner is Go.
2: Yeah, I believe Roadrunner is Go based. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it's not important.
3: But yeah, support for queues, key value stores, and integration with something called Temporal. You guys, Temporal workflow server SDK. Don't know, don't know, man. Yeah, cool stuff. And then Symphony is starting their process of uh, typing the entire code base for 6.0 release in uh, November.
2: Interesting. Type hinting. You mean
3: Uh, type declarations to all methods, properties. Method properties arguments and return values where possible.
2: That's what that's what Taylor was talking about doing as well to the next release of Laravel, or yeah. Laravel nine, I think. Yeah. Well, but this
3: has been uh, this has been in the pipes for Symfony for a long time, um, and it was a big discussion with uh, Fabian, the creator of Symfony, when eight was released because he said, "Well, the next version of Symfony is going to require eight. Should we do the type hinting on everything?" Uh, by default, now now is a very lengthy conversation, not a twenty four hour poll. Just saying. I mean, yeah, whatever.
2: Uh, all right, I think that's it. I think we've rambled long enough. This should uh, we're at one hour and fifteen minutes, and once I truncate all the science, it should be down to about thirty six minutes. I, I feel like so.
3: Just the intros and the outros.
2: That's pretty much that's that's just the good parts of the show. <laughs> All right, that's it. Episode, what are we at? 258. Look, I'm, I'm finishing this show. Now you're going to leave me? Now you're going to leave me. See? Cats, man, I tell you. Evil, evil animals. Episode 258 in the books.
3: I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep, keep it, it ugly. Keep it ugly.
1: One, two, one, two, uh, coming off the top, y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a sender. shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me. Shouts out to people.